What's up, world? I'm Gamer McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the career of actor Jack Black and the movie Worth. First, let's talk about the career of Jack Black. This guy is one of the biggest movie stars of his generation. Black started out with bit parts in movies like The Cable Guy and Enemy of the State, but his big breakout came in the film High Fidelity with John Cusack. It was in that movie you could tell Black was destined for movie stardom. It's so interesting. That movie shows everything that Jack Black is about to become. Not only does he give a great comedic performance, There's also a musical element of that film. That film shows where Jack Black was and where he was destined to be. That is the definition of a scene-stealing performance. Black then took leading roles in Saving Silverman and Shallow Hal, two films that are not very good but have their moments in large part because of Black. I mean, I return to Saving Silverman on a semi-regular basis because of Jack Black and Steve Zahn. That is an iconic duo that I want to see them do other films together. I really like them in that movie. That movie is bonkers crazy, but I like it in large part because of Jack Black and Steve Zahn. After those two semi-flops, Black then became a full-fledged movie star first with School of Rock directed by Richard Linklater, King Kong directed by Peter Jackson, co-starring Naomi Watts and Adrian Brody, The Holiday directed by Nancy Myers, co-starring Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Kate Winslet. All three were massive successes at the box office. School of Rock made over $130 million at the box office. King Kong over $560 million. And The Holiday over $200 million. He also went on to lead the animated franchise Kung Fu Panda. I mean, for a while there, Black had it all. He was working with the best filmmakers like Linklater and Peter Jackson and was being commercially viable. Black also had some huge swings and misses, most notably Nacho Libre, Gulliver's Travel, and The Big Year. I mean, The Big Year co-starred Steve Martin, Owen Wilson. That film was a huge flop. Jim Parsons is in that movie. I remember watching The Big Year and thinking it was a huge disappointment. Gulliver's Travel is one of the worst comedies of this era. I mean, Jason Segel's in that one, Emily Blunt, and Nacho Libre is unwatchable. When we think of Jack Black, we think of him as being the bombastic lead of comedies, but he's also taken supporting roles in Margot at the Wedding with Nicole Kidman and Jennifer Jason Leigh. That was directed by Noah Baumbach. Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller and Robert Downey Jr. Bernie with Matthew McConaughey, again directed by Richard Linklater. And don't worry, he won't go far on foot with Joaquin Phoenix, Jonah Hill, and Rooney Mara. That film was directed by Gus Van Sant. So Jack Black has had a really interesting career where he's worked with some of the best directors of this era. I think he can hold his own in dramas than most people give him credit for. He's really good and don't worry, he won't get far on foot. And he's really good in Noah Baumbach's Margot at the Wedding. In recent years, Black has had massive success in big studio movies. He was in Goosebump, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and its sequel with The Rock, Karen Gillan, and Kevin Hart, and a house with a clock in its walls with Kate Blanchett. I love Jack Black in the first Jumanji movie. That one I was like, oh yeah, Jack Black is still really funny because you hadn't seen him in a big time comedy in quite a while and then he showed up to Jumanji and he reminded you he's also one of the funniest people on planet earth when he wants to be. My favorite Jack Black
black performance is, of course, in School of Rock. In this film, he proves not only he can he play an edgy character, but he can also make you like the character and root for him. His chemistry with the kids in that movie is unreal. Black has never been better utilized than in School of Rock by Richard Linklater. That is the definitive Jack Black performance, and he should have been Oscar-nominated for that role. There are a tons and tons of actors who could not have pulled off that performance. When I think of Jack Black, I think of the movie School of Rock. It goes back to high fidelity. It's like a mix of comedy and music, and that's where Jack Black is better utilized when both of those elements are in the film. It's also the movie that proved that adults and kids can equally like him. It's probably the job that got him gigs like Kung Fu Panda. It made him a family favored movie star. The most underrated Jack Black movie is Be Kind Rewind. Black co-stars with Most Deaf and Danny Glover. I love how fondly the movie looks back at the era of making your own home videos on VHS and how prevalent renting movies were. Also, Most Deaf, who's most known for being a rapper, is a quite a good actor. I really liked him in The Italian Job and he's great in Be Kind and Rewind with Jack Black. Upcoming projects for Black include the movies Apollo 10 and a Half with Glenn Powell and Zachary Levi, directed by Richard Linklater, and Borderlands with Cate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Here are the list of Jack Black performances you need to check out. High Fidelity, School of Rock, King Kong, The Holiday, Margot at the Wedding, Be Kind Rewind, Kung Fu Panda, Tropic Thunder, Bernie, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Jack Black is part of those comedians I look back fondly at this era. I mean, I think of him when I think of Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson. These are the comedians of my era, and Jack Black is one of the very best. He is one of the funniest movie stars on planet Earth, and he has still remained relevant. I mean, Jack Black has never really gone through a downward career spiral. He has remained relevant since High Fidelity. I think a lot of the times he gets overlooked, but make no mistake about it, Jack Black is one of the biggest movie stars of this generation from Kung Fu Panda, School of Rock. All audiences are fans of Jack Black. Let's switch gears and talk about the movie Worth. Here's a quick synopsis. After the tragedy of 9-11, lawyer Ken Feinberg is tasked with the near impossible, coming up with the worth of the lives of the victims and making sure everyone is fairly compensated while also dealing with the raw emotional trauma. The minute I heard about this movie, I wanted to watch it because of who the lead of the film is, Michael Keaton. And since being Oscar nominated for 2014's Birdman, Michael Keaton has been on the best run of his career. With Birdman and Spotlight, he's been the lead of two Oscar Best Picture winning films. He was the lead of The Founder where he plays Ray Kroc, the man who stole McDonald's away from its creators. He was also the main villain in the major blockbuster Spider-Man Homecoming. He also had a small role in Aaron Sorkin's The Trial of the Chicago 7. And in this film, Worth, he gives another near-perfect performance. He's one of those rare leading men who can play complicated characters. He's not always likable. He can be really dark at times. And with this film and Spotlight, he's also been the leads of films that deal with heady subject matters. The scandal involving the Catholic Church and 9-11. It's crazy the direction 
direction that Keaton's career has gone in. I mean, this was the guy who was once the lead of the movie, Mr. Mom. I don't think he gets enough credit for making the transition from comedies to dramas. I mean, when we talk about those type of actors, we talk about Tom Hanks, we talk about Robin Williams, but Michael Keaton has gone from a guy who was in Mr. Mom to being in movies about the Catholic Church and 9-11. Think about that. He is so reliable in these hard-hitting dramas. That's what I like most about Keaton's career. His career goes in unexpected places. He has massive hits like Beetlejuice, and then he's playing Batman, and then he goes away for a long time, and then he comes back as one of the best dramatic actors working today. This isn't going to be the movie that does it, but I hope in the near future, Michael Keaton gets an Oscar win. He deserves it. He's had one of the best careers ever. Keaton is next set to reprise his iconic role of Batman in the Flash movie starring Ezra Miller. It will be the first time since 1992's Batman's Returns he will be playing the Cape Crusader. I am all for this, but I have my doubts about this movie. I do not like the DCEU for the most part. I mean, they made okay movies like Man of Steel and Wonder Woman, but some of their movies like Justice League and Batman v Superman are really bad. So yes, I want to see Michael Keaton play Batman again, but I want to see him do it in a very good movie. And the two movies he was a part of are fantastic. Batman still really holds up, and I love Batman Returns for as weird and quirky as it is. But I think what Keaton is doing is brilliant. He knows that if he's in a movie like Flash and Spider-Man Homecoming, that he's going to be a box office mainstay, and that's going to get him to be able to do movies like Worth and Spotlight. What he's doing with his career in this decade has been brilliant. I think the most fascinating aspect of the Flash movie is that Ben Affleck's Batman is also going to be in this movie. Are we finally going to reach the brinking point where there are too many Batmans on screen? I mean, next year, supposedly, we're going to have a movie that has Michael Keaton as Batman, Ben Affleck as Batman, and then a separate movie where Robert Pattinson is going to be playing Batman. Is that too many Batmans, Alfred? I ask you that. However good or bad that movie ends up being, I just really hope that Michael Keaton nails returning to the role. Also in the movie were this Amy Ryan, who is super underrated. She's an actress who's best known for playing Holly in The Office, but her work in films is even more impressive. She received an Oscar nomination for Gone Baby Gone with Casey Affleck. That movie was directed by Ben Affleck. That also starred Morgan Freeman and Ed Harris. I think that is one of the most underrated films of the late 2000s. If you have not seen Gone Baby Gone, I highly recommend it. Michelle Monaghan is also great in that film. She was also in the movie Beautiful Boy with Timothy Chalamet and her office co-star Steve Carell and Late Night with Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson. In Worth, she's not given a lot to do. She's not bad in this movie, but this movie really is a Michael Keaton film. Ryan will next appear in Ari Aster's next film, Disappointment Boulevard with Joaquin Phoenix. I am super excited for this movie. I just recently watched Ari Aster's first film, Hereditary, with Tony Collette and Alex Wolf, and I love that movie, and I also loved Midsommar with Florence Pugh. Ari Aster is one of the premier filmmakers, and now he's working with Joaquin Phoenix. I can't wait to see the type of role that Amy Ryan plays in this movie. I think she's a really good actress, and I hope she gets 
a great role in the film Disappointment Boulevard. The other big name in this movie is Stanley Tucci who has done it again. No one better shows up for a few scenes in a movie and makes an impact better than he does. He's done it in Spotlight which also starred Keaton. He's done it in Road to Perdition and Captain America the First Avenger. It's tough to give a memorable performance with very little screen time but nobody does it better than Tucci and Worth he has some great scenes with Keaton. It's great to see two great actors go up against one another especially when they have very different acting styles. Keaton is more subtle while Tucci feels more showy but both are equally brilliant. Also in this film is a man who I think has had a very quiet under the radar underrated career and that's Tate Donovan. You might not know the name but he has appeared in some memorable films. I mean he was the voice lead of Hercules the Disney animated film. He also had a guest role in Friends. I mean he has been in some big projects. He had supporting roles in Disney films like The Pacifier. He also showed up in that George Clooney film Good Night and Good Luck. He was also in Ben Affleck's Argo. He recently was in the movie Yesterday with Taron Edgerton. I mean Tate Donovan has just quietly been there for so long. He's not a name that you recognize. He's not going to give a memorable performance that you're going to go wow that guy's amazing but I think he's become a really reliable solid supporting actor. I mean he's probably one of those guys that at one point we all thought was going to be a big movie star and he's not that but what he has become is a guy who shows up in some really good movies. I like his role in Yesterday when he shows up and introduces Elton John. It's one of the best parts of that movie. I also really liked him in Argo. That was a film that won Best Picture. I mean he's not a flashy name. He's not a massive movie star but when the name Tate Donovan shows up I usually think I'm watching a really good movie or show. I mean again the guy was in Friends. The guy was in Hercules. I think Hercules is the most underrated of the Disney animated films. I love Mulan. I love Aladdin but I equally love the movie Hercules. Sorry I also really like James Woods in that film. Hercules is one of those films if that movie is on I will automatically watch that film from beginning to end. This movie Worth is about 9-11 and I would understand this idea that maybe this isn't a movie for everyone especially if you knew or were related to one of the victims of this tragedy but I also think this movie looks at an aspect of it that not a lot of us think about. How did the government react to all of this? How did the people move on from all of this? And what's interesting about the movie is that the government hires this lawyer who thinks that paying off the victims is what's going to get them to move on. But what the what they find out and what Ken Feinberg finds out is they're not going to move on. Their entire lives were lost in a way. These people were their lives and no amount of money is going to fix that problem. They are going to have a problem for the rest of their lives. Going back to Spotlight, what's interesting about that movie is Michael Keaton is playing the hero of that movie. You are always on his side. He is trying to take down the bad guys. He is trying to take down the Catholic Church for the wrongdoings they have done. But in this movie, there are times when Ken Feinberg is on the wrong side of things. He is looking things at a number standpoint. He is just a lawyer. And there are some points in the movie you're like, wow, this is a very unlikable character. He's not as easy to root for in this film than he was in Spotlight because he's not always on the good side. You're not sure he's on the good team. The government is just trying to avoid a massive, massive lawsuit. They're not always looking at these victims as human beings. And there was one movie I was thinking 
thinking about when I was watching Worth, and that's Steven Spielberg's Bridge of Spies, because like in this film, Tom Hanks plays a lawyer who is given a thankless job by someone, he's just there to do the job and be done with it, and then he ends up seeing the humanity in his clients. That's what happens to Keynes Feinberg in this movie, he is given a thankless job, nobody wants this job, why would you take this job? He thinks he's doing it to be a good American, he is on the side of the country all the way, but by the end of the movie, he becomes on the side of the human beings, not the country, the human being side of it, the emotional side of it, it's not just a job anymore, it's more than just a job. Here's a better way of putting it, Keen's character at the beginning of this movie is a lot like Billy Crudup's character in Spotlight, but by the end of it, he becomes more like the Keen character in Spotlight. I like this movie a lot, but I don't think it's perfect, and one of my biggest issues is Michael Keaton is the only one giving a memorable performance other than Stanley Tucci. When I saw the name Amy Ryan, I thought she was going to go for it. She was kind of dull in the movie. She wasn't given a lot to do. When I saw the cast of this movie, I thought it was going to be an ensemble like Spotlight, but guess what? The difference here is Michael Keaton is the only one giving a great performance. Stanley Tucci is really good. Amy Ryan is solid, but not really given a lot to do. I thought this was going to be a lot like Spotlight and it wasn't. It was a one-man show and while I like that one-man show with Michael Keaton, I wanted to see the other actors shine. Nobody else was given moments. Tate Donovan had some moments. Stanley Tucci had some moments. Amy Ryan was not given a moment. I really think if her performance was better and she was given more to do in the movie, I would think of this movie as a great film. But overall, I think of it as a really good film. I think it is a movie that is definitely worth watching. Michael Keaton is on one of the best runs of his career when he is the lead of a movie right now. It is a can't-miss movie. I can't wait to see him reprise his role of Batman. I can't wait for that. I really like where Michael Keaton's career is at this point. He is one of the best actors working today, and Worth is definitely worth checking out. I highly recommend you watch the movie Worth for Michael Keaton especially. I'll say this, what I liked most about the movie is none of the performances were over the top. Sometimes in a movie like this, when they are dealing with a real life tragedy, you can get some over the top performances, but what you got is some really subtle performances, and I think that goes back to Michael Keaton. When you sign Michael Keaton to be the lead of your movie, you are signing the most subtle actor working today. He is so subtle. Stanley Tucci was really good in the movie. Again, nobody was over the top, and sometimes in these type of movies, you get over-the-top drama and heartache. No one was over-the-top. They all felt like they were in the same movie. So for that reason, I highly recommend you check out Worth. Because I think the movie deals with a lot of fascinating topics. This idea of fairness and the value of one's life, should it be based on everyone's compensation? Should a rich billionaire's life be worth more than someone who is giving real joy to their family? I think that's something we all think about as human beings and I really like the resolution to the movie Worth. I think it's one of the better films of 2021. Definitely watch Worth. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and this week I put the spotlight on the career of actor Jack Black and the movie Worth. Next week I'm putting the spotlight on the career of actress Lily James 
and the movie Kate starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Woody Harrelson. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.